Magneto Funky, number 23. It's Monday, June 5th, 2017. Hey, welcome. I'm Larry Winfield, in the pursuit of grid power to the people. This week, it's a short-arm inspection of nickel-iron-type batteries and whether they work for an SRO grid. Uh, But first, let's open with a song from the Sunshine Coast. Bombs, napalm, silent meetings Crooked individuals, economy bleeding Walking past the hungry, don't stop to feed them Waiting on a change cause you know we need it Independent artists stand on stages screaming Audiences full of hope, faces gleaming Talking about a revolution, start the dreaming You're hating on a dirty world, but no one's cleaning We talk and we talk and we talk and we talk If we walk what we talk, then we walk out the dark It's just so hard as our world falls apart We're dealing with our mortgages and broken hearts I hate that I write this in rhymes and in riddles To avoid just admitting I'm right in the middle Who's going hungry? Who's firing the missiles? I talk so much while knowing so little So teach me So I can change Let me know things about the world I could use my hands Somebody please reach me And please explain Why I gotta be under this roof While they face the rain You watch it is falling Backed up against the wall And crawl so appalling When killing for their all And conflicts arising Behind corporate guises Rise up the prices To clamp us in vices in the struggle under full supervision What haven't you believed? They oppose the division Seeking our wisdom from those who are with them But our numbers are climbing So they lose their next shit Then teach me So I can change Let me know things about the world That could use my hands Somebody please reach me And please explain I feel I got a bigger purpose here than to entertain Straight up and got the people doubting Tell me that you cannot hear your conscience shouting We're gonna rise up higher than a geyser Standing tall and powerful and reaching for the skies I hope that the government is shaking, taking To consideration, raising nations Take your station, never drop your guard Wanna fight the power, work it harder Listen To the voice of reason, these hearts are bleeding in vision This life we need and this life of freedom I hope that you hear me, hope that you feel me Hope you know the one who's standing up is not a real me Now we see clearly, I feel it dearly See my people rising up, I know that you feel me Teach me, so I can change Let me know things about the world that could use my hands Somebody please reach me And please explain I feel I got a bigger purpose here than to entertain And so teach me So I can change Let me know things about the world 
Okay, that was Teach Me by The Lyrical, a rising international star based in the Sunshine Coast, a.k.a. the North Coast of Queensland. Uh, His new self-titled album is full of infectious blends of roots, reggae, and hip-hop with politically charged and socially conscious expressions. And he's getting major international radio play, but he was nice enough to make this cut available for free play for now. Anyway, uh, this is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, weekly international podzine of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics with a focus on energy independence for the 99%. Uh, my pod pages are 1223studios.com slash mfunky.h and facebook.com slash 1223studios. Well, back to the old drawing board. Okay. In grid theory, I'm checking out the batteries commonly known as Edison, which I'm just calling nickel-iron. Now, anyway, according to the wiki, a Swedish cat named Valdemar Jungner invented the nickel-cadmium battery in 1899. He played around with substituting iron for the cadmium and scored a number of patents between 1897 and 99 for the iron version, but he preferred his patented cadmium version battery because it was more efficient and produced a lot less hydrogen gas, even though cadmium is really expensive and very toxic. Uh, In 1901, Edison patented and commercialized his nickel-iron batteries in the U.S., and he claimed them to be far superior to batteries using lead plates and acid in gasoline power cars. Now, by the golden age, around 1912, electric vehicles were a third major transportation mode, and they were slightly ahead of gasoline vehicles. But even though Edison's batteries had a significantly higher energy density than lead-acid batteries, and could be charged in half the time, they performed poorly at low temperatures, and were more expensive. From today's viewpoint, it's a lot like the whole VHS Betamax thing which may be going a little bit back for some of y'all, where the gasoline vehicle being mass-produced by Henry Ford with the cheaper, crappier, heavier battery was bolstered with improvements, like the electric starter and the muffler. And once paved roads came online, electric cars fell behind in speed and range. Plus, this being the pre-transistor era, they fell behind the tech curve and out of favor. But imagine, Carlos Benitez was advertising his device in Popular Mechanics magazine in that golden age year 1911. He had his idea already out there, and if his switch technology had been picked up and helped along, by the time roads did come online, 
electric cars with, say, a continuous charge could have won the battle on range alone. And you could have had something like electric mules. Well, a vehicle that would run all day on a single charge, even though it would only do a top speed of 20 to 25 miles an hour. But anyway, nickel-iron batteries never went away. I mean, they power milk floats in the UK. That's what they call their dairy trucks. Uh, They power forklifts and golf carts here. And besides, the big nickel-iron batteries, they're great for industrial use. Uh, Railroads and mining companies like them just fine because they take a lot of abuse and can work for decades. A lot of places where size and weight aren't an issue or where you need solid standby power is just fine for these. Like, say, an off-the-grid solar facility. But, hey, big surprise, they don't really work for my SRO power grid. But the general tech curve has evolved to where you can get double A's or 18650 batteries and the nickel cadmium, nickel metal hydride, or even new lithium versions with nickel and iron, if you insist. Okay, Uh, we'll continue on the flip. Okay, uh, back to the stage. Continuing with two songs submitted via Craigslist over the weekend, and a more curated sound. Uh, First, we have Deadbeat by Indian Summer, an alt-rock trio based in the L.A. area, with the second track of their new EP, Bummer, which they said is to be featured in an upcoming indie film. Cool. Uh, Next, it's Strawberry Jam, an instrumental rock metal ambient piece by Execution of a Dream a three-piece collaborative project based in Beaufort, South Carolina. Uh, That's Dave Richard on drums and vocals, Chris O'Brien on guitars and vocals, and John Singleton on guitar and bass. They're aimed at delivering original music that can paint a vivid picture across nationalities, backgrounds, and cultural views. And we wrap the set with 99 Bottles, a bit of punk rock, by the Pissed Idiots, a bunch of fiery boys from southwestern Sydney, uh, four childhood mates who, after being signed up for a battle of the bands as a gag, later conceived a rock band in Johnny's Garage. Now, that's Jack Sniff on vocals and guitar, Joey Tomato, lead guitar, Tommy Tomato on the bass, and Belton John on the drums. <laughs>
chain I have a drink, got tents or whatever rate And I'm just living for the weekend But I can die, it's a bit too wet Sad a plane flying overhead What am I being high and getting hit? Cause I'm overworked and underpaid I'm underfucked and underlaid notes okay today the fifth is day 63 
in the 100 days to impeachment or martial law countdown, and either one still looks possible, seeing as we're only one properly exploited in-country terror attack away from P-Grabby just dying for an excuse to distract from all this Russia shit and go full Fuhrer. And the crazy thing is, we're depending on the deep state to monkey wrench any red hat false flag operations from inside. Uh, meanwhile, anyone getting antsy about going to that next protest can relax. Because at this point, you don't have to be in a demonstration to get jacked by numb nuts from the Lone Wolf Battalion. You can be on a college campus or riding a damn commuter train when a terrorist asshole looking to make America great goes off like a damn car bomb. And don't expect Bubba Shrimp Sessions to put any serious watch on known white terrorists. But you know, if we can make bulletin websites on the pedophiles in the neighborhood, we can cover the local known hood and swastika wares in town as a public service, can't we? So, as the bullshit and bluster turns into blatant obstruction to Congress and death threats against Democratic candidates running against scared fascists elsewhere, I care less and less what anybody from the GOP crime syndicate has to say, mainly because of the grating, contemptuous, high horse tone that makes you just want to plant a number nine deep in every one of their asses to remind them that, hey, you're not God's left nut. Your idiocy is not ordained, and time and the world is not on your side. Anyway, uh, let's run the dates. Okay, uh, today, June the 5th, is World Environment Day. Uh, in 1981, the first notice to be published on AIDS, described by Dr. Michael Gottlieb in the newsletter of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control. This was before the disease got its name. And on this date, in 1977, the first personal computer, the Apple II, went on sale. Clock speed, 1 megahertz, and 64 kilobytes of memory. Uh, let's see, June the 6th, of course, commemorates the D-Day invasion in 1944. A day every member of the GOP crime syndicate should spend apologizing to every soldier who fell fighting fascist gangsters now spinning in their graves from the heinous shit being pulled inside the beltway. Oh, and by the way, I expect a loud blustery D-Day and an angry Red Hat Fourth of July. Anyway, we have an event. Uh, the bilingual reading and translation deathmatch that's going to be happening at Laurel Bookstore, 1423 Broadway in Oakland, from 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Uh, it's a night of multilingual fun. First, Kenneth Wong, Juliana Delgado Lopera, Naomi Munawera, and Yusuf Alawi will read some of their works in English and another language. Then, during the translation deathmatch, emerging and established authors will go head-to-head -head in a spontaneous battle for a pot of 100 bucks in prize money. Ooh. Members of the public can participate in the translation deathmatch as well, so if you're in town, feel free to drop on by. Uh, let's see, June 7th, 
1914, the Alliance was the first vessel to pass through the Panama Canal. Uh, June 8th is World Oceans Day. And let's see, June 10th, ah, the Mixed Remixed Festival, 2017. Uh, the largest nationwide gathering of mixed race and multiracial families and people for a film, book, and performance festival is celebrating its fourth year and the 50th anniversary of the Supreme Court's Loving versus Virginia decision. Cool. Uh, it's happening at the Los Angeles Theater Center, 514 South Spring Street, from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Hey, right in my old neighborhood. Uh, and it's free, by the way. The 10th to the 11th, we have in Chi-Town the Printer's Row Lit Fest, happening in the South Loop area from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Central Daylight Time. Uh, it used to have an open mic poetry tent, but apparently now it's been locked down to control the riffraff. It's, it's big art now. So only literary magazines and literary groups get in. Uh, so we have the magazine After Hours sharing the Poetry Foundation tent. Uh, table N on Dearborn Street between Polk and Harrison. And maybe they'll have an open mic. And June the 11th, in 1742, Ben Franklin invented the Franklin stove. And rather than patent it, he chose to write about it in a book so that others could freely copy his design. As he wrote, that as we enjoy great advantages from the inventions of others, we should be glad of an opportunity to serve others by any invention of ours. And this we should do freely and generously. Obviously a damn commie hippie, that one. And we still have early notice of Bloomsday in Chicago happening Friday, June 16th at Galway Arms, 2442 North Clark Street from 7 to 10 p.m. That's right. Uh, that'll be the annual reading from James Joyce's Ulysses on a Friday. Uh, annotated and directed by Jeff Helgeson. And got that information uh, from my good buddy Dave Getchick's Puddinhead Press. If you have promos, pluggers, gig info, an art opening, etc., send me an email. The address is mfunkyzine at gmail.com. And bands, artists, and poets, download links, no attachments, please, and no promises. Transfer complete. Okay, in grid practice, I'm looking at the new generation of nickel-iron type batteries I might include in my SRO grid. Aside from nickel-cadmium and nickel-metal hydride batteries, which make inexpensive emergency power Bronze Age packs, well, plus I have a charger for them, uh, I'm naturally looking at lithium batteries for primary power but I want primary rechargeable power. 
But in window shopping, I did see an iJoy or Fatty, a 26 650 rechargeable lithium nickel battery uh, on eBay. And a few online stores are selling lithium nickel manganese cobalt oxide batteries in 18650 form and polymer form. But these are still largely expensive or prototypes on the cutting edge. But, you know, when I switch focus from the nickel to the iron, you get lithium iron phosphate 18650 batteries that are already out there, as well as straight up lithium iron AA size batteries, which are both said to be safer than lithium ion or the lithium nickel manganese cobalt oxide. So I can actually put portability in price over the need for a high power. Cool. And next week, since I've mentioned crystal power cells before, I want to take a closer look at the technology, which could save you from buying disposable primary batteries. Okay, uh, one more tune. This week, it's a surf number by The Irma and Louise, a punk rockabilly surf outfit based in Bern, the Swiss garage punk capital. Uh, this is from a recorded live set dated April 4th, 2010 at the Winston, a venue in Amsterdam. Now, it's called Live at the Winston, and this piece is Live at the Winston cut number three. And by the way, the band will be celebrating their quinceanera this year, and they have an upcoming gig, uh, Sunday the 11th in Beale at the venue Les Salopards with Street Eaters. Nice. <laughs>
today. Magneto Funky is a 1223 Studios joint. Uh, show files are at iTunes, Internet Archive, Stitcher, TuneIn, and MixCloud. Episode notes are on the pod pages, and I'm finally getting MP3 streaming on the Facebook. If you like the show, thanks. And please drop a review or rating at iTunes or the Facebook. Uh, show themes Rocket Power and Spyglass by New York musician and composer Kevin McClock. Some additional audio from freesound.org. The next episode on Crystal Power Cells is set for Monday, June 12th. I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill at my garret in the mission. And this is Magneto Funky from San Francisco, where we go through, not into, the darkness.